I'm going to give you some ideas at what you can explore in Microsoft Excel today. These are some features that you may have overlooked. Now that you might have Office 365, you're getting the latest features because you have a subscription. So all of a sudden when you're using your Microsoft Office suite, you might see commands that you've never noticed before. And if you don't explore and check out every single tab, you could be missing some of them. So I'm going to cover some of those uh, with you today. My name's Analia Pisani from AZ Solutions. I'll start off with the ribbon and I'll walk you through from left to right. Now, the first thing on the left is the clipboard. I'm sure we all do copying and pasting, control C, control V, but you may have forgotten that we have a clipboard that can remember all of the copy instructions. What we tend to do is copy something, then go to where we need it and paste it. Come back to where we were working, copy something, go back somewhere else and then paste. So this backwards and forwards copying and pasting, you can actually activate your clipboard on the top left, there's a command there for clipboard and you probably miss the little uh, command there to expand the clipboard. So now as you start copying, uh, it starts memorizing and keeping on its memory uh, various items. So you can copy and paste in any order that you like. At the bottom, just take a note that there is options and you can change the settings as well. So that's another interesting one to take a look at. If that's something you think you do, you can do control C, control C, control C a couple of times, and then try the shortcut key for pasting, uh, Windows V, and that will bring up your clipboard or pasting options. Continuing in the home tab is the analyze data command, which is right at the very end. This one will help you to uh, summarize your information. In a nutshell, it uh, gives you suggestions for pivot tables. So if you have lists of data and then click on the analyze data, it will come up for you with a whole bunch of um, pivot table options for you. Now, if you look at this option and you go, well, I don't know how to set up my raw data, even for a pivot table, I don't even know what a pivot table is. Well, in the analyze data option, down the bottom there, there's actually a button that says try sample data. And then that, you know, you can take off from there. So that's quite a nifty one there. Let's have a look. What else is there? Oh, at the top, you can also ask questions of the analyzed data. Um, so you can ask questions and then it'll come up with a suggested pivot table for you. Under the uh, insert tab, on the top left, you have pivot tables, but you also have the command that says recommended pivot tables. So that's also a handy one. If you've got any information in list format, so a whole bunch of data with uh, no blank columns, no blank rows, and then you select recommended pivot tables, it comes up with a suggestion for you, pretty much like that um, analyzed data. I guess they're trying to work out which keyword uh, will people resonate more with from the insert pivot table, recommended pivot tables, or analyzed data, because often people don't know what a pivot table is, what's that word, never heard of it, but analyzing data makes more sense, so you might use it or get to it that way. From the insert tab, you've got a whole bunch of charts 
And in the past, if you needed to create a waterfall chart, you had to add in, like get a special little add in to then be able to create the waterfall chart. Um, but there is now a command button that has a waterfall chart. So you can experiment with that one there. If you're playing around with uh, pivot tables and if you've done filters in pivot table where you normally drag the field to the filter field area for a pivot table, um, but when you do it that way, you don't get to see unless you hit the drop down arrow what exactly those values are. So there's a feature called a slicer and there's even a timeline slicer as well. So it's your filtering tool for pivot tables and it just allows you to visually see exactly what has been selected before. And that's what's great about the slicer component. In the data, so if you go to the tab for data, there's an option in the middle that I think most people wouldn't even have a clue as to what do I do with this thing. It's called data types. And if you have a look at my YouTube, so if you YouTube Adelia Pisani, you'll see that I'll have a demonstration there about how to use the Excel data types. It's broken up into two main options, geography and stocks. And what you're able to do is just type in um, a bunch of countries and use that tool. And it can give you all sorts of information about that country. So if you want to know what's the birth rate, what's the death rate, who's who's the politician there, you, you use it like a fill. You just fill it down and it gives you a column with that information for each of the countries that you've um, picked. And they've actually expanded that. Before it used to be just geography and stocks. And now you've got, they call it wall frame. So they've got, um, I'll read them out, automatic activities, anatomy. So you could put in, um, you know, arms, elbows, whatever, and it will come up with, okay, uh, information about those, like animals, chemistry, cities, foods, locations, medical. Like it's quite an extensive list. So it's an interesting area to have a little bit of a, play around for. It's kind of like helping you out with statistics um, that they can give you. When you uh, fill down, sometimes you type in, um, okay, what can you type in? Uh, a bunch of uh, numbers. And when you fill those down, at the bottom, you've got the um, the command there that says auto fill options but if you click on that there's an option for flash fill now in the past when you had a lot of data you wanted to split the data you'd go to data text to column and split it up into separate uh, columns but instead of and then if you needed to join things up the first name the last name the first letter um, and then make up like an email address you would do the text to column, then you'd have to do the concatenate. You might even need to do a text function to format if you're dealing with um, dates or money. But the flash fill can save you doing a lot of all that extra work. So you'll just have uh, one column of um, Analia Pisani and then a bunch of people's first names, surnames, all in the one uh, column going down. And you want to pluck out the person's first name, Analia. So when you click on Analia, grab the fill handle, drag it down, you'll see flash fill and it'll pick up from that list everybody's first name from that list and you could use the flash fill to join. Again, if you check out my YouTube on uh, flash fill, 
it'll uh, walk you through the process on how to use that really effectively. It's a really clever tool. And again, you know, saving you time using instead of using the text to column. Now, sometimes what I've noticed is people drag it down, but the flash fill command isn't available there. Uh, this feature came out, I think it's 2013 forward. Uh, so if you can't find it when you fill down, go to the tab for data and under data tools, it's also listed there. It's right next to the text to column. It's got like a bit of a lightning bolt icon on there. That's the one you're looking for and that's called flash fill and it's a pretty cool feature. You might sometimes notice when you have a whole bunch of figures and then you fill it uh, down, instead of the um, auto, um, what's it called? Auto fill options coming up, you might get the uh, quick analysis feature that comes up. So this is like a, a bar that uh, opens up and it gives you the choices as to, you know, do you want to do something like conditional formatting? Do you want to create a chart from this data? Did you just want to total this stuff? So it gives you a whole heap of options of as to what you might want to do with this range of figures other than just sum, average and so forth. It even gives you the option, do you want to create a spark line based on this set of data that you've got here? So this, if when you drag down, it doesn't show, it's also found under the data tab, under data tool. That's where flash fill is. But when you drag down, the quick analysis option uh, comes up. So what you do with this one, you've got a list of a whole bunch of figures and once you've got the figures in there, you select the figures. So don't drag the fill handle, you select the figures and then along the bottom, the um, quick analysis command will appear for you. Let me just select that again. There is a shortcut key for that, which is control Q, if you prefer to use that. Uh, in the data tab also there's a forecasting sheet so if you um, have a bunch of data it creates a graph for you and then it has a three-pronged uh, section of the graph from a certain point where it starts to predict for you uh, or forecast for you um, what the figures will end up looking like. So that's quite a nice handy one. It's called forecast sheet. It's at the end it's next to the what if analysis command. If you've used the comments uh, in your Excel spreadsheets before, comments would uh, used to come up with a little red tag on the top right hand corner and as you hovered over it, then your comment would uh, display and you could choose to show all your comments or hide your comments, jump from the next one to the next one. Now the tool for comments, if you actually go to review and hit the button for new comment, it's a little bit different and what it's doing is it's showing your name, your comment and it also shows you the opportunity once you've um, posted it for a reply. So somebody else, so this is useful if you're sharing your, your workbook with others, you're uh, collabor collaborating, collaborating with coworkers because as they put their information in the reply, it will show their name in that area. So that's pretty handy. And you'll notice they haven't gotten rid of notes. They've changed comments and call them notes. So you have a new comment and then you have a section there for notes. And you'll notice that if you go to the 
uh, notes area and say new note, that's in fact your comment, the way you use, you know it from, you know, if you've been using Excel for 100 years. Then it's, uh, that's, that's where that one is actually showing up. A tool that's quite nifty is Power Query. Now, Power Queries, you'll have it with your Power Pivot. So that's, again, an adding that you will have to add an extra thing that you want to use. Now, if you go, what's Power Pivot? What are you on about? Um, Power Pivot is something that you're going to use when you've got large amounts of data. You're even collecting data from other mainframe systems and you need to bring it together. Now, Excel is limited by a million odd rows, so rows, records. So if you need more than that, you would go into the back end, which is Power Pivot, and do some massaging with your data. Now, sometimes the data is not presented perfectly, so you would use the Power Query option um, from Power Pivot and manipulate your information um, as you need it to then be able to do what you need. So there's Power Query, that's a great area to explore. Power Query is also available in Power BI. Power BI for the desktop is free, part of Microsoft Office, and it's a way for you to create dashboards. Uh, dashboards are basically one screenshot of a whole bunch of graphs or quick sets of data and you could play around with the filters and all of them um, make the relevant changes. So that's another nifty, nifty tool. And I think that's about um, all for, for now. Actually, there is another new feature. Let me see, it was under view and I haven't had much time to play with it yet. But um, under view, and again, only if you have Office 365 and the latest and you've updated to the latest versions, you have an option that says um, sheet view. And I think this area is where you're dealing with uh, lists and filters and you can perform a filter and ask it to remember that filter. Now, if you go, oh, that sounds familiar, that's because I'm pretty sure that Google Sheets actually does this. It has uh, the filtering capability and has the capability to rerun filters that uh, you are interested in. And I'm pretty sure that was a feature we did have available a long time ago, and I don't know if they've taken it away, remodeled it, but under view, that's a lovely area to explore if you're constantly uh, filtering your data. So it's called view and it's sheet view and you can keep the previous views that you've done so that you can run them again and again. Under the tab for data, I guess the way you had to do this in the past was under data, under filter and under advanced and you could perform a filter and then ask it to copy that filtered set of information that you just found and put it in a separate sheet and that's how it was done. You'll find that they can't go off and take away certain features. Sometimes they have to leave these older features because that's the way things have been done for a long time and people can't remodel their spreadsheets based on the new. You'll find that also with the mainly with the functions. Um, you may be familiar with the VLOOKUP function. If you're not, the VLOOKUP function is quite a popular function for comparing information. Um, so you sort of say, okay, I want to search for this code in this master list of information and then return the person's name or the dollar value and make a, a, a smaller refined list with your set of questions that you then can use for your pivot tables, for example. So, yeah, that's another. So it was the, um, that's the VLOOKUP and there's a new function called XLOOKUP. So with the VLOOKUP, it had certain limitations that uh, when you couldn't get your information right, 
uh, people would opt for using a different function or two different functions, the index function and the match function. Well, now we have the XLOOKUP function. And if you check out my YouTube on VLOOKUP versus XLOOKUP, um, it'll explain both the VLOOKUP and the XLOOKUP in there. And the XLOOKUP is quite a nice function there. So you know, don't really need the choose function or lookup function by itself, which is what we used to use. Um, hope you found some of those tips useful. If you did, you might like to subscribe to my podcast. For details and links, check the podcast details below.